Mastering Time and Money, Tips for a Successful Budgeting Mindset. In today's fast-paced world, having enough time and money are two of the most valuable resources. How we manage these resources can have a significant impact on our personal and professional success. However, managing time and money effectively is often easier said than done. It requires discipline, focus, and a growth mindset. A growth mindset is a belief that one's abilities and intelligence can be developed through hard work, dedication, and perseverance. This mindset is essential when it comes to budgeting time and money. Without a growth mindset, it can be easy to fall into a fixed mindset where we believe that our abilities and circumstances are set in stone and cannot be changed. This will not serve you. The first step is to create an abundance mindset. Let's discuss this. You're listening to Kathy's Coaching Podcast. I'm your host, Kathy Owen. I have been a certified fitness trainer and certified life coach since 2002. On this channel, we talk about having a growth mindset, healthy habits, fitness, and even some reality transurfing. And today we are talking about building a virtue, which is mastering time and money. All right, when it comes to budgeting time, a growth mindset is so crucial. It allows us to view time as a resource that can be cultivated and improved upon. Instead of believing that we are limited by the number of hours in a day, we can develop strategies to make the most of our time. When it comes to budgeting time, a growth mindset is super crucial. It allows us to view time as a resource that can be cultivated and improved upon instead of believing that we are limited by the number of hours in a day. We can develop strategies to make the most of our time. For example, we can learn time management techniques, prioritize our tasks, and eliminate distractions that actually waste our time. With a growth mindset, we can continuously improve our time management skills and become more efficient with our time. Talk about productivity. Now, I would say that's a good thing. And when we discuss growth mindset and budgeting your money, a growth mindset is essential when it comes to budgeting your money. It allows us to view our financial situation as something that can be improved upon with effort and dedication. Instead of believing that we are limited by our income, we can develop strategies to save money, invest wisely, and increase our earning potential. With a growth mindset, we can continuously improve our financial literacy and make better financial decisions, which equal financial success. So this week's episode comes from the 12-week virtue building program that I have, and you can learn more about that by going to kathyowen.com backslash virtues, but it is a free program that I offer building on the different virtues, and this week it is budgeting time and money. One of the most significant benefits of having a growth mindset when it comes to budgeting time and money is that it allows us to embrace failure and learn from our mistakes. This is exactly what I talked about a few episodes ago on the virtue of learning from personal defeat. I will have a link to that episode's article that includes the video and the podcast episode in the show notes below and description below. With the fixed mindset, we may view failure as a reflection of our abilities. 
and give up whenever we are faced with setbacks. However, with a growth mindset, we can view failure as an opportunity to learn and grow. That is why I chose this as one of the virtues in my 12-week virtue building program. When we make mistakes with our time and money, we can analyze what went wrong, adjust our strategies, and then try again. With a growth mindset, we can turn our failures into a valuable learning experience. Now, of course, talking through the virtue building program, I would be amiss if I didn't mention Napoleon Hill. And Napoleon Hill emphasized the importance of budgeting time and money to achieve success. In his book, The Laws of Success, he even dedicates a full chapter to budgeting time and money. Hill taught us that time and money were two of the most valuable resources available to us. He discussed how managing these resources effectively were essential for achieving success. According to Hill, successful people understand the value of time and money and develop a plan to make the most of these resources. He taught us that budgeting time and money required discipline, focus, and a clear vision of one's goals. He emphasized that individuals should set clear goals and develop a plan to achieve them. You know, the definite chief aim. And this plan should include a budget for both time and money, which should be followed closely to ensure success. Hill also taught us that successful people understood the importance of investing in themselves. He emphasized that individuals should take the time and money to invest in their personal and professional development. This could include taking courses, attending seminars, or reading books, which would help them improve their skills and knowledge. Napoleon Hill believed that budgeting time and money was essential for achieving success. He emphasized the importance of setting goals, developing a plan, and investing in oneself. By following these principles, individuals could make the most of their time and money, achieve their goals, and live successful lives. Here are 10 tips on budgeting your time. Number one, prioritize your tasks. Identify the most important tasks and tackle them first before moving on to less critical tasks. I find that Notion is a great tool for this. Notion is a project management tool, and it is like Google Docs on steroids. It has been one of the great things that has helped me keep my thought processes to a minimum and focus on one task at a time. In fact, I wrote my book, The Truth Bubbles Up, by using Notion. I had each page was a chapter, and I would insert stories that I was going to include in each chapter. And before long, that book was complete. It did not take me very long at all but I have all of my projects in Notion and I go to it every day, several times a day to prioritize my tasks and to work on my tasks. And that leads me to number two, create a schedule. Create a schedule for your day or even your week and stick to it as much as possible. This can help you stay on track and avoid wasting time. I have found that my Google Calendar helps me do this. I plan for my workouts, my work, and even my fun time, and it will make a huge impact in how you budget your time. Set time limits. Number three, set specific time limits for tasks to help you stay focused and avoid getting sidetracked. Have you heard of the Pomodoro technique? I've talked about it before. The Pomodoro technique is a time management method based on 25-minute stretches of focus work 
broken down by five-minute breaks. Longer breaks, typically 15 to 30 minutes, are taken after four consecutive work intervals. Each work interval is a pomodoro, the Italian word for tomato. Talk about a good idea. This one thing has helped many a person focus on that one task at a time and even budget their time effectively. Number four, avoid multitasking. You knew this one was coming. Focus on one task at a time rather than trying to do several things at once. This can help you be more efficient and productive in the tasks that you are doing. Focus on the essentials that need to be done rather than wasting time on peripheral aspects. Take short breaks when doing tasks for a long time. This usually helps you to be more productive with the time you do spend on those tasks. When it comes to avoid multitasking, I have to bring this in because this could appear to be multitasking, and that is batch recording, batch writing, whatever your work is. Do similar things in batch. For example, when it comes to every episode, the first thing I do is get it in writing. I write it in Notion, and then I also take it over to Rank IQ so I can get my blog posts help with my SEO, my search engine optimization. That's what Rank IQ does for me. And then from Rank IQ, I take my article over to my blog and I put it into my blog. And then I record the video. So I have each step laid out. My point in telling you that is, for example, I will do my writing first and I will write two or three episodes. And that usually takes place on a Monday or Tuesday. And each day has different things that I do that I batch do. So I don't just record one video at a time. I record two or three, sometimes four, sometimes more, depending on my time. And that helps you, first of all, avoid multitasking. Second of all, it helps you stay focused. Which leads me to number five, which is eliminate your distractions. Identify distractions that may be taking up your time, such as social media, and eliminate them as much as possible. Work to create habits that signal to yourself and those around you that you're in distraction-free mode. Close the door to your office, put on noise-canceling headphones, and turn off your phone or put it on silent mode and move it away from you so that you can't easily pick it up. This will help eliminate those distractions and create a more of a focus. Number six, take breaks. Take regular breaks throughout the day to give your mind and body a chance to rest and recharge. Breaks are essential to keeping you in the flow state. And I highly recommend breaks that include a walk in nature. Number seven, learn to say no. Avoid overcommitting yourself and learn to say no to requests or activities that don't align with your priorities. No is a complete sentence and a healthy boundary. Practice makes perfect, and once you do this a few times, you'll find you've built the confidence to do so more often. Because you say no, you are respecting the budget of your time. You'll find others respect this too when you commit to that boundary. Number eight, delegate your tasks. Consider delegating tasks to others to free up your time for more important activities. And delegation is a whole nother topic we could talk about because there's so many different options, especially in today's world, 
to help us delegate our tasks. Number nine, use technology. Use tools like calendars, like I mentioned my Google Calendar. Use timers like the Pomodoro Method and productivity apps to help you stay organized and focused. And number 10, reflect and adjust. Take time to reflect on how you're using your time and adjust your schedule or habits as needed to improve your productivity and efficiency. Let's talk about budgeting money. And here are 10 tips on budgeting your money. Track your expenses. Keep track of your spending habits and identify areas where you can cut back. First, start budgeting with small things. Then build up to that goal planning to the big budget. Your financial management is essential and it can be the best budgeting technique you have when you track your expenses. Number two, set financial goals. Define your financial goals and create a plan to achieve them. This is the best way to create a financial future that you can rely upon. Number three, create a budget. Now, I know this may sound obvious, but it is definitely the best way to ensure you have a set amount of money to make it every month. Develop a monthly budget that takes into account your income, expenses, and savings goals. The good news is this is a better money mindset than not having a budget at all. Number four, prioritize your expenses and focus on meeting your essential need first, such as food, housing, and utilities. By prioritizing your expenses, you will know how much money you must have each month. This is one of the best ways to start with a positive money mindset. Number five, eliminate unnecessary expenses. Cut back on unnecessary expenses such as eating out or buying clothes that you don't need. When you budget, your money management is different. It is little things like this that can help shift you to the right mindset and create a healthy financial journey. I invite you to download the virtue building process that goes along with this because I have it on a private blog. And on that private blog, you can go there and access your weekly virtue and you will have a free download to help you track your progress on each virtue each week. And what Benjamin Franklin did was he was the one that originated this. And he had all 12 virtues in his book that he wrote on. And each week he would come back and revisit that virtue and revisit it and build upon it. Because it's kind of like reading a book that's really profound. You read it now and then you go back to it and you read it again three months later, a year later, 10 years later. And you learn something different every single time. And it helps you improve and build on it. Remember, the journey and the destination are one. Number six, avoid impulse purchases. Avoid making impulse purchases and instead wait a day or two to determine if the purchase is even truly necessary. This one falls into your time management too. Just waiting a day or two can be a good rule of thumb. Number seven, use cash. Consider using cash for discretionary spending to help you stay within your budget. I have an account that is labeled My Fun Money. This account gets replenished every two weeks. And when that fun money is gone, it just means I need to wait until that money is refreshed. And I have found that I actually have more extra money by doing this. Consider alternatives to credit cards. Consider using a debit card or cash instead of credit cards to avoid accruing debt. 
this one step is similar to the previous step. And credit card debt is definitely a way to get into some financial trouble. While credit card usage has its place in getting a good credit score, it is important to have a spending plan when it comes to credit card usage. Number nine, plan for unexpected expenses. Set aside money each month for unexpected expenses, such as car repairs or medical bills. I think it goes without saying when we are talking about a budget, but it is wise to have a special savings account for an emergency fund. Regularly review and adjust your budget. Review your budget regularly and make adjustments as necessary to ensure you're on track to meet your financial goals. It can help to meet with a personal finance expert on our financial security and our financial stability. My friend Natalie Kime with Wealthwave, I will have a link to her in the show notes and description, can be a very great resource for this. Guess what? Her budgeting service is completely free and can be just the thing you need to help you look at your budget of money in a brand new way. Trust me, she'll shift your mindset. In conclusion, having a growth mindset when it comes to budgeting time and money is essential for personal and professional success. It allows us to view time and money and as resources that can be cultivated and improved upon rather than limitations that hold us back. With the growth mindset, we can continuously improve our time management skills and financial literacy, embrace failure as an opportunity to learn and grow and achieve our goals. Thank you for spending part of your day with me. I trust that you found this helpful. If you know someone who can benefit from this, please share it with them. And until next time, I will see you next time. Peace out and namaste.